chapter 1. He will promote you at the right time. I have a special concern for you, woman, that you care for your husband with all the diligence of a shepherd. Not because you have to, but because you want to please God. Not calculating what you can get out of it, but acting spontaneously. Not bossily telling him what to do, but tenderly showing him the way. When God, who is the best shepherd of all, comes out in the open with his rule, he'll see that you've done it right and commend you lavishly. And you are wives who must follow your husbands. But all of you, husbands and wives alike, are to be down to earth with each other. For God is opposed to the proud, the disdainful, the presumptuous, and he defeats them. But he gives grace to the humble. So be content with who you are and don't put on airs. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service. God's strong hand is on you. He'll promote you at the right time. Casting all cares, all anxieties, all your worries and all your concerns once and for all on him, for he cares for you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Be sober, well-balanced and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable, knowing that the same experiences of sufferings are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. 1 Peter 5, verses 1 to 10. The above message is paraphrased from the Message and Amplified Bibles. One shall put to flight a thousand and two their tens of thousands. This saying indicates that two persons who are in, united in purpose are able to accomplish more together than the sum of their individual efforts. There's no place where this is more true than within the union of marriage. A woman who understands her role as a help me to her husband will find that together they will attain a level of greatness that she could not have accomplished by herself, even with her best efforts. It is not good for man to be alone. Marriage is an honorable estate. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from God. These are some of the Bible scriptures to which both Christians and unbelievers alike refer when the desire for marriage is expressed. Incidentally, only one of these scriptures suggests that there's any benefit that accrues to a woman from marriage. Arguably, though, there are more women who remain unmarried throughout life than men. Research points to the fact that men who desire to remain unattached after becoming widowed or divorced are often more likely to die early than, earlier than women, showing that women who do better 
on their own than men. Moreover, after divorce, women tend to be financially worse off than men. Yet, women typically desire marriage more actively than men. Is this true? And if so, why is it that women desire marriage so much in spite of all this bad press? The answer lies in the design. 